0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind, this is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. How you going? Happy Monday. Thank you for beginning your week with us. Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott, I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys Hour coming up for you at 6 o'clock here on Double T 97.3. Uh, followed at 7 o'clock by the Philadelphia Eagles at the Seahawks, I feel like at this point Jeff McGuire is just intentionally trolling us with his atrocious handwriting. Uh, that that almost looks like alos or alob.
2: Yeah, easlers, easlers, easels, maybe. And the mm-hmm.
1: Sk- Seahawks is pretty hawks.
2: Yeah, per, well, I, I'll Seahawks. We can work with that. You know, we got a. It's a. So you're, you're just you're what well, the problem? You're just surrendering. The yeah. yeah, I'm just surrendering now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, for a weekend that has, I mean, sorry, for a week that has two. Well, Seven days. I, I got we got lady. Well, well and that, we're just yeah. I'm just looking at Monday through Thursday. I I was thinking just one tech game, but I'm forgetting about the Lady Raiders because they're in Hawaii. But yeah, you just got three tech basketball games on there, and those those boxes are just jammed with stuff. Yeah, it's bowl week. You can tell. I mean, and there's. Lots of bowl games on the uh, Raymar family of uh, sports networks. Good stuff.
1: That's about as full of a board
2: (laughs) as I can remember, even during football season, Gus. And he just surrendered after Friday, like Thursday, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He didn't even put anything in there yet. Like, just, you know, poor McGuire just got to about Wednesday or Thursday and said, you know what, I'm going to, let's address this later. Got all the colors. Look at the rainbow of, networks over here going because either we're got we got one two three four five six stations that are engaged this week i mean there's just chock full. Are they of registered somewhere <laughs> there's chock full of programming
3: some of the days almost look like a double rainbow
2: that's true and speaking of a uh, chock full how about saturday being chock full of uh, arse kickings red raiders just dealing them out Just lining them up and kicking them right in the behind. Didn't uh, look very promising early. (laughs) Yeah, like the first 15 seconds. (laughs) The first 15 seconds took like seven actual minutes because we had commercials and all the things because of all the the turnovers and touchdowns. And then from there, it was a a 31-7 to win by the good guys.
1: I mean, yeah, so turnover, right? Penalty. Touchdown allowed. Penalty. Yeah, like yeah. all in two plays, like yep, it, yep. it is almost uh, impossible to craft <laughs> two plays with worst like worse outcomes. Yep, barring like injuries or sure. spontaneous combustion or something like that.
2: And then the boys settled down and took care of business.
1: They really did, and and it could have been so much worse, right? Like for as. Uh, as dominant as I would say that your defense was in the second half, your offense missed some opportunities to really just um, extend the lead and and really really bury Cal. Now, this this is me being very nitpicky, and I'm thrilled to death with a 20 point win. I would have happily taken that before the game. Um, I, I certainly was not upset afterward, but um, you know, still some opportunities. But overall, I think hard to really ask for much more.
2: I uh it's it's also easy to enjoy a game where you play defense like that. You get to the quarterback like that. You cause turnovers like that. I mean it's just such a
1: I wish know. I wish teams would have just given the ball away like that more in the regular Ooh. season to Texas Tech. That would have been really
2: great. I mean, I mean the yeah, the 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 pick the Baskerville's pick was one that you and me and clint could have had like Mm -hmm. we would have had to it would have yeah because it would have. it might have broken one of our sternums or something i might have caught it
1: twice in 10 times
2: tries (laughs) maybe might have just caught it and fallen down gleeful with myself but yeah the and then the i think he's trying to throw the other one away and those are the kneecaps uh kneecaps rodriguez and he picks that one off Mm -hmm. and you're like man that, that was uh he was just headed in the direction of the flow of the play, and he was like, oh, hey, look at that, a shin burner. He keeps it up off the ground, gets a pick. I mean, it was just – yeah, and, and all of that in the second half, Tyreek Matthews gets his – playing in his final game, gets his first – playing in his final game, gets his first career interception, which was cool. I mean – That
1: was not some, like, just tipped up in the no. air and
2: fall in your lap. And that's what I'm that saying. That was a that, tough – yeah. And that was the most, like, theatrical of the interceptions because the other two – I mean, Rodriguez was a tough play because it was Mm -hmm. kind of a shin burner, but (laughs) Baskerville's hit him right there. Like, I like this stuff where we get quarterbacks on the move, you know, get them off platform and watch them throw it to the team in red. That was good. You know, and I thought, too, that it was
1: was almost like the stereotypical Taj Brooks game, Mm -hmm. right, in that, he, he goes 22 carries, 98 yards, very, very, um, sufficient, uh, four and a half yards per carry average longest run, 11 yards. Like it's, it's, it, it is exact. that stat line sums him up as a player. And this is a great thing. And he's a tremendous player for Texas tech. I'm super stoked. He's going to be back for next year, but it's like, you just, you just can't bring him down. You can't stop him behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to get positive yardage. Um, not going to be just torching you on the rig, uh, but just almost automatic mm-hmm. in terms of hey four yards here, six yards here, five yards here. You just can't.
2: You're not. He's inevitable. Yep. You don't play from behind the sticks very often when he's doing what he did. I mean, long carry eleven yards. I mean, you know, it's not like some deal where he fattened it up with a forty-five yard carry and then slogged out the rest of the day. He was actually twenty-one for a hundred, but he did lose one yard on a carry, and so it's twenty-one for ninety-nine. Uh, Cameron Valdez with twelve totes, and, uh, and we got new, uh, yeah. good news about him today. That's awesome. say. That sort of segued its its way nicely into our uh, thing. The only the only uh, hiccup for Taj the other day: five catches, minus three yards. <laughs> like every one of those catches was, was that. That was the only way they stopped him was when we threw it to him. <laughs> uh, on the other side,
1: right, because this matchup had two of the uh, most productive running backs in college football, at least in Power 5. Jay Knott, 16 carries, 45 yards, uh, had one touchdown. His long run was 26. Mm-hmm. So uh, you take that one out, 15 carries for 19 yards. The, the Red Raider defense, Tim DeRuiter, those guys did a tremendous job. Very impressive. And Love how it. about
2: how about Amir Washington? yeah oh yeah My like, holy crap it's great to be in these bowl games every year and go who's that guy like grab a roster yeah more tech talk next
0: it's every red raiders favorite podcast this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97 3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
1: hi there how you going Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. So, Clint, uh, you apparently uh,
3: won big in a, a casino this weekend? I sat beside Choice uh, on one night and did just fine. At I the, did okay. We'll see, at I, the $1,000 table, I, just with the big shooters, he slummed it down oh. uh, on like the uh, the lower level black. I gotta tell you, it gives me anxiety. It really does. Even and when winning makes it worse, because now I'm like, <laughs> when do I stop? Right. And uh, I'm, I had a rule like, as soon as I lost two hands in a row, I was gonna be out. And I didn't roll out of there just like with you know thousands of dollars or anything. But that rule went on for a while, so that was that was fun in the end. Um. Can so, you played blackjack? Yeah, that was my game. That was my game.
1: What it? How did Woodman do?
3: Um, I I left before he was done. I think he came out even on that.
1: So did that he like start ahead and then?
3: That's what it seemed. Lose like. it. He he had a he had a day before I did, so he was doing like, you know, an, an accumulative type trip. So I couldn't keep up with what he was winning or wow. losing. So. I mean, to him, it doesn't really matter, sure, right? Sure, yeah. It's just all for fun, me. It was rent, so. funny money. Yeah. yeah.
1: What, what a, did you guys enjoy? <laughs> oh, Shreveport, man. this was your first time, I'm assuming. Second, second. Okay, wow. Yeah.
3: I I loved it. I'm a like you a, loved it. A, I love that area. I wouldn't want to live there per se, but for like a, a long weekend, fantastic. All I did was eat for the most part, other than like, uh, like you know, show duties and stuff like that. I just ate the int- I ate my way through Sh- Shreveport. What were the
1: highlights? Awesome. Uh,
3: there was a place called Orlando's that we went and ate at. Spelled Italian e- food. E E A U X, as it should be. <laughs> okay. It was really well done. Uh, everything there was, was it was, Cajun food or yeah? Okay. Everything there was fantastic. The gumbo was awesome there. Um, they had a. It was like a mix of of Cajun and then a little bit of soul food. Like, Macy got these smothered pork chops that were fantastic. But everything at that place was awesome. So You
1: just went there multiple times?
3: Uh, we also went to a place called the Blind Tiger that several of our group kind of went in uh, different waves and stuff. That place was really good. I got uh, any sort of boudin I could ingest, oh, I did. It's one of my favorite things on, uh, on the face of the planet. And it was uh, pretty much 10 for 10 over there. So. Nice. Oh, boy. What I'm saying is I have gained five hundred pounds Attaboy. did you uh what did you think
1: of the press facilities
3: outside of that, uh, <laughs> have you heard the issues? No, we just like didn't have we, they, I felt bad for them because it's not like it, they were trying to do this, right? Um, but we were having major internet problems in the fact that we didn't have it in the press box yeah it was it was bad.
2: and you're talking about like trying to do the show from up there. That you-
3: oh no no, no. like uh, just covering. And- really, so, like sitting like during yeah. the game, you do not have internet access. Correct. Really, like, Okay, like and again, it's because I was going to say, I
2: surely you don't mean during the game. Yes, you do mean during the I, game.
3: I I think it was legitimately just happened to be a blank storm. Where like I don't think this happens every single week in that stadium. It just happened to be bowl week, and it was like you could tell people were just running around up there and like checking and like, hey, you know, we're working out, we're working out, we're it's working gotta out. Gotta be. The- and none of us were like kill them you know. right. <laughs> throw them off the top of the press box still
2: they're probably i mean you know those are local folks trying to probably put their best foot forward for the big event each year for the main reason that stadium and is here you sit
1: you come home and all you do is rip on them what a jerk
2: <laughs>
3: you, i thought you were asking you knew. <laughs> no i had no idea that's funny
2: well that, that's a tough deal especially when you're thinking about it from the perspective of them gearing up for that all year long and this is it it was oh, probably man. fine for the high school game three weeks ago when there was seven thousand people in the stands but this one
3: but the staff but this i mean the staff was great they were working hard yeah, so that's that, cool. it would have been one thing if they were like right hey, yeah we'll get it fixed and you Arrogant. can see them like yeah. two hours it'll be fixed next year yeah <laughs> right did you go to bucky's on the way to or from i went back i went on the way back i did okay and not a great experience why not too many people.
2: Pubic hair all over the urinal.
3: It was like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> fight inside of Bucky's for T-shirts and pulled pork sandwiches. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was the... They're always it, packed, though. It wasn't... And, and, you know, when we went through it, we probably went through it at the worst time because we got there on the way back, Sunday, big travel day. We roll in at about 12.30, yeah. is the lunch hour. Well, Amateur lunch, hour over yeah. here. Yeah, so really it was on it was on me i guess oh. for the timing thing but
2: drive a block down there to mcdonald's and get the old faithful there you go that's what yeah. you do now I, use the I, app or ahead get your points probably get a free cheeseburger or something out of it i did just roll your eyes at the <laughs> beaver thing
3: i did like the uh i got the chopped brisket sandwich How was it it was really good that was really good um that's i mean the people were stressing me out though it was like everyone on their own agenda Which I do not handle those situations well.
1: See, this is where you just got to have to ignore them. Like, just walk,
3: like, just look past them, look
2: through them. He's a professional look look past her guy, look through her guy right there. He's very good at that. That was the
3: attitude that was killing me. It's like, I, I, for every, for all 1,000 people that were in that Bucky's (laughs) in Terrell, Texas, (laughs) I am the only person that exists or deserves to exist. Yeah. No, that's what you
1: gotta do.
2: You know who the uh let's see.
3: That's always served
1: me well in my travels.
2: You know who oh. is you know who uh is a uh famous alumnus of Terrell, Texas. I'll say Terrell High School. Pablo Picasso. No, 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 no. Dang. I thought I had that one. Mr. Um, Bean.
3: Ooh, that's a good one. You know my age, what? Mr. Bean. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh,
1: former uh, British Prime Minister John Majors.
2: I think the, think the uh, World of Entertainment. Tom Jones. Center of the Entertainer. close from, from Britain. That's that's not far off. Oh, Neil Diamond. Boy, you went the way. <laughs> yeah, pick the oldest Hart. honky Adam you West. can think of. Kevin yes. Hart. Yes, keep going with the older, wider thing.
1: Charlie Chaplin. I Roger said my Limbaugh. age, bro. Oh, sorry. Not oh.
2: 114. I get it, I hobble uh, in here, and every time I stand up I groan. So, that, so but Paul Newman's out for crying, um, for crying in a bucket. I give
3: up. You say older? Jamie I
2: said he was exactly my age. Oh. Jamie Foxx. How about that? Played quarterback at Terrell High School.
3: Was he good? I don't know.
1: Uh this from Bobby Hot Dogs on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. According to Choice, Clint's wife would not let him go to the casino. Woman also said that she wears the pants in the family and that she probably did not even let him go to Bucky's. Well, here's what we know.
2: Our boy Claude was cleaning up. He was big shooter flipping dollar bills around that he was winning. I was, probably sitting next to three 80-year-old women on that one-armed bandit just
3: the, raking the quarters in. The, whenever I had finally said, okay, I'm done, you know, tapping out, the clutch I had on those chips to the window was like white knuckling. What was, was the uh, Three figures, four figures. I I will say that this is the the little amount because again, not. Yeah, but I'm if I win big, thirty dollars, like We're not going to bug you three, in the parking lot. I had three chips in my hand.
2: I'll say fifteen dollars. Nice. Yeah, at fifteen dollars. If I win, and I said if
3: anyone takes this, yeah, I will bussies you right in the face.
2: That's my uh, casino experience. If I walked out of there with three chips, I would be fired up. In 1986, we were freshmen playing at Vegas. And I went to one of the coin deals and run arm bandit and won like $3 and 50 cents and took it straight to Denny's for the, uh, uh, well, what was the, what was the dinner that they oh, used to uh, have? The Grand Slam. Nope. Had the, had the funner name, had a more oh uh, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. toody fresh and fruity. Yeah, IHOP, that was me. Well, there you go. Might have been that. Yeah. Went in there and, uh, loaded up like, yeah, here we go. Them over hammy, I think it's Denny's.
1: Y- yes,
3: yeah. it is. I, speaking of which. I thought of you, Dickens. We stopped at Waffle House Ooh. on the way back, and I was like, "There's some sort of yeah, the drop and drop ball drop ball
0: Did you not whatever. listen?
3: Oh, the podcast. Come
1: on, Clint. More tech talk next.
0: The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Hi
3: there, how you
0: going?
1: Thank you for making us a part of your Monday with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron, we're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys Hour coming up at that time. Uh, Also have the High School Fan Zone, probably? Probably have the High School Fan Zone?
3: Yes. For sure?
1: Yes. Like 100%? Yes. Okay, like it's gonna pop off. Yeah. Yes. Okay, high school fans went at six on one hundred point seven. The score. Was, well, because there, I mean, it's been an adventure today. guess or no?
3: Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I was just wanted to oh, make Oh, was sure. it an adventure? It's like a choose-your own adventure. Yeah. Was, it, was there you an adventure? wrong?
1: Yeah. Oh. I mean, we weren't Did involved. Happen? Did something happen? I think there were some
2: some technical technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Oh, yeah really uh, i love technology you've got the drop i gave it to you <laughs> uh how was your trip to uh, shreveport uh i stayed at home and went to my daughter's graduation so why did
3: i think that you went no because i've been spreading rumors in the building that I, yeah i knew that you shreveport. had graduation yeah, no, no i, I thought, thought you were being so, a wiseacre no no <laughs> but for
1: some, because I like I I actually thought during the game like all right well after they they go down seven to nothing in like the first ten seconds I'm okay should I text Gus and say he's the reason like clearly he's <laughs> the jinx because you would be know the I a, been other s- two losses standing ago. there in
2: my living room going wait what <laughs> yeah it was good no, my she, bad she graduated Friday night it was good and uh, yeah little Saturday gathering of a bunch of her friends at the house and uh, and actually it it which turned into. Uh, probably as much of a game watching deal as anything. Cause it was like getting, you know, getting hoops on, getting hoops on, and then getting that converted over football and, you know, just good, uh, good sports. stuff. the beauty of the hoops thing was that there was no, we can talk about that game later or whatever, but there was no real drama to that. I mean, by the time football got going, you didn't feel like, Oh man, we're you know, it's a two point game. Yeah. And you didn't feel guilty about switching. Yeah. And, uh, they uh you know there was one little bit right there at halftime the i guess it was maybe an eight point game at half and uh fandy came out i think and cut it to four and then opened it tech opened it back up to 11 and that was that just sort of took care of business from there so
1: yeah i don't know how much that will help
2: you come like tournament time it's you see that thing you see that brand on the paper back in june and go hey that that looks like a Opportunity for a little resume or whatever, and then right. these dudes roll in with a net ranking of 250, and, and they're uh, they're 302 now. Yeah, I mean, you you think about that. Hey, I, this goes back to my Clyde Drexler theory. Is it? I don't know if it's the Clyde it wouldn't be a theory. It's the Clyde Drexler rule. Yeah, the old the the former big time professional athlete as college coach doesn't always work. Because that's what Stackhouse, right? Stackhouse, yeah, yeah. And, and Patrick Ewing, yeah, Jawan Howard, Jawan Howard, his issues. And those are three three wins that yeah. we've gotten in the last twelve Cheryl months. Cheryl Swoops was not nope. a
1: terribly successful head coach. Uh, we know about Cliff Kingsbury's time at Texas. Tech. Yeah, that's
2: true. I didn't think about that. I Danny was I was, I was just thinking yeah. down the hoops, yeah, the hoop side of it. But you are right, and and it, and it's not a, it's 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 not a knock, but it's just the. It's it's the thought that you know the the the, the way I've always viewed it and, and way over generalizing painting everything with a broad brush here, but just the thought that m- maybe the maybe the idea there to those people and to those who hire those people is that the name recognition is going to help with the recruiting and some of that stuff's going to be a little bit easier than maybe you think it is, and it just it it it's easier for us to sit here and count the number of times it hasn't worked than when it has and and again the 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 idea here is the longtime successful professional coach in baseball right now we're getting lance berkman doing it of course he's at houston christian so we're not expecting him to knock the doors off there but i'm sure he would love to coach his way elevate his situation into a rice type deal where he played but think about jose cruz jr at rice yeah, I kind of view, and I'm not like
1: just some big Berkman fan either. But I kind of view him as like that Houston Christian job. I think is a proper mm-hmm. starting point. Absolutely, right? Like mm-hmm. to, to me, it's. I agree with your rule. I uh, I'm going to adopt it moving forward and be very skeptical of those things. But like, you can be a really, really good player and still go through like the correct and typical right. pathway to coaching, right? The the difference between those coaches, like a Graham Harrell, for example, mm-hmm. right, and a Juwan, like a, a Patrick Ewing, or you know anywhere. Drexler, else,
2: Drexler, undercooked,
0: right, right, you
2: know, like just jumped into it, mm-hmm. and and jumped into head coaching, yeah, you know, like that didn't, like you're saying, and you're exactly right. That's a great point about the the working up the channels in in a way that maybe he got the job or whatever, but he's starting at a you know, group of five or whatever, low level, yeah, yeah, low level situation and working his way up as opposed to someone who just, you know, maybe an assistant in the dugout or on the bench for a minute and then lands a power five job or a group of five thing and go, whoa, if, if his name isn't John Howard, Jerry Stackhouse, whatever, is he getting that job, you know, and, and, uh, Patrick Ewing and, you know, there we are, but Anyway, I, I just I thought about that during the game, like, and and again, I don't I don't wish any ill or if I'm rooting against him, but I just as you talked about it a minute ago when that game was on the schedule, I remember because I think I even said a couple weeks ago, and you corrected me because I said, "Hey, that may be our last chance at a good quad something win non-conference," and you were like, "Oh, uh. he, ah, ah, ah. he went ah ah ah," and you had paid. You had paid more attention than I had to just what they were doing in twenty twenty three and by the time that game got there it's like you can't lose to these dudes. No. You because know, our two losses right now are both quad one losses, or at least they were last week when I checked. And so, you know, our net rankings hanging in there in the sixties or whatever and Ken Palms got us around forty, I think. And so it's not it's not a disaster, but you can look at that big twelve deal and go see Clint's boys in Kansas you know rolling into assembly hall in indiana and they're down 13 in the second half and come back and win that thing like that that's the that that's one of the best teams in america and i don't mean like one of the 10 best teams but like yeah yeah the hoosiers
1: i can't believe they lost that game but they're really really good
2: (laughs) i mean and you know kansas just stares them yeah kansas just stares them down in a seventeen thousand pack joint on the road and just yeah unfazed yeah and our man mcculler was dealing it's like i'm you know what it, that is what it is but it's like i'm ready for that dude to be gone just to not have to endure the pain of of the what ifs there him and tj but
1: i, I think that you've had a a,
2: a good
1: non-conference slate right yeah. a good non-conference schedule um you know assuming that there's no disaster between now and you know next week or whatever two weeks from now um, but what you didn't do unfortunately by losing the two games that you did you didn't kind of build up any kind of margin for error right. Right. and so now you you really need to mostly keep your head above water in the Big 12 I think in order to have a shot at the NCAA tournament and that's going to be really hard but the, 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 the good news is there are a lot of teams that if you go by net rankings are right around you too
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know so the if you play well, right, and you focus and you have a good plan and you
2: execute it and stuff, you'll you'll be okay. It, it really is. There there really are some games that you and I could probably – unfortunately, I hate to do this because you start writing checks that don't end up being worth a toot, but you could circle some games and you go, you can't lose that game, you can't lose that game, you can't lose that game. That's not to say you have to beat Kansas or right. whatever, but it's like you can't lose to Oklahoma State. You can't lose to UCF. More tech talk next
0: the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Hey there, how are you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until six. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double t ninety Let's see some uh, some chats in. Uh, someone said this: uh, "I thought the offensive play calling was
2: much better in the bowl game." That's from Cobweb. I, uh, you know what I laughed about to myself. So I can't wait for the first the play calling was better text because when it when it works. Oh, play call is genius. When it doesn't work, they're idiot play caller. You know, mm-hmm. that's but I've it's not unique to you, Texture. Just just the. you know, everybody turns to the play call and is the solution to the, the solution to the quiz.
1: I, I thought the receivers played way better. Yes. Um I well, think that was as good of a receiver performance as we've seen all year mm-hmm. and I don't think that it was especially close. Um it's you know, and I immediately thought of this after the game, right? Because you've been kind of tracking this all season. You you finished this year with exactly two instances of a receiver getting a 100 yards or more receiving in a game, and Coy Aiken was both.
2: Yeah. Like, who would have thought that before the season? And there wasn't even a 170. No, like, it was it's just like barely over. Yeah, like he Coy was 106 the other day. Good work. Are you talking about good workman like day? Mm-hmm. And those are our two leading performances. And both of them were 100s and 108s and 107s or whatever it was.
1: I think you could totally tell the difference between uh, what we had seen out of Baron Morton, you know, compromised, mm-hmm. injured, and what we saw on Saturday. I, I think the same is probably true uh, to a lesser extent of Mason Tharp because uh, he missed five games and had kind of been battling an injury. And, and he looked really, really good and, and was a big part of the game. Um, Brady Boyd was, you know, looked pretty good. I felt like every time Dre McCray was being targeted, he was having to go to the ground to catch the ball. I don't know if those were, like, designed to kind of get away from defenders um, or what, but that seemed odd.
2: Um, Xavier White had a nice day at the end of his career, mm -hmm. doing what he does, just breaking tackles and lots of yards after catch, and what a nice solid career he had. Not a, certainly not a you know all everything or whatever but that dude was what four years here right zero one two three yeah and that was after at least one year of junior college and uh just you know found ways to contribute throughout his career and wrapped it up with uh, another bowl win happy for that dude are we sure that his career is over well he did he go he, out on senior day I thought so. Yeah, I thought he was one of the super seniors. Talk, please tell me I'm wrong. But I thought he was. One no, of no, the, you're right. I thought you're he right. was one of the ones yeah, yeah, that was definitely right. out. Um, right. But yeah, uh, like you said, Brady Boyd with three catches, and and uh, you know a lot of that for those guys. You know, you talked about McCray, second most targets. Ian and Xavier had seven. Aiken had nine. So you're right about it in the in the end, McCray just the three catches, but uh, you know, he was you know, he was targeted and in the mix. I mean it's just good to see all that stuff spread around real good. Loved it. Um
1: It'll be interesting to kind of see what changes they make going the next year offensively. And and I I mean I probably won't be able to tell much of a difference. I'm I'm not sitting here pretending to be some kind of X's and O's expert. Um. Oh, you're gonna run counter more. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Right. Um. But w- with the personnel that you have, kind of knowing what you know, they've added two tight ends in the in recruiting in the transfer portal. One of they had three. One of them decommitted okay, today. Alex Lines, the junior college kid. Um. And so you're bringing in a kid Boy. from Elon
2: and Jalen Conyers, yeah. And the Elon kid committed over the weekend. Well, mm-hmm. you talk that—that's so life you're... in the portal era, right there. Hey, uh, hey, Alex Lines. Just mm-hmm. not saying you can't come, but uh, we got the and I don't know how that actually went, but got these two guys out of the portal that are both pretty good, and uh, Tharp's going to be back, and you know, suddenly that feels like a loaded room. This and the Yates Flooring Center chat line,
1: uh, Texas is killing it in the portal uh someone else says this is from our friend sooner in lubbock uh it was a complete madhouse at bucky's yesterday yep uh the uh mrs d and and bonus kid were driving back from the metroplex yesterday and they well yes yesterday and they stopped in seymour i think it was Mm -hmm. and uh they said that it's that low convenience that convenience
2: store was was yeah right there on the corner busier
1: than they'd ever seen it
2: wow and that's, uh, of course, probably did have a, a fair amount of people that were headed back this direction from sure. football games, and basketball football. games. I mean, no, Just normally regular schedule traffic. Yeah, sure, no, normally you'd associate that, <laughs> associate that maybe like with students all coming back mm-hmm. for something. But this was there was no students coming back for academic purposes. This was post graduation. You might even think that the traffic there could have been at a convenience store. There probably could have been traffic going both ways, but there was probably some folks with uh, you know, SUVs full of junior stuff headed back to to the house in the real world that did that real world stuff did get dumped on my daughter this weekend. Which appropriately for her, she was sort of oblivious to it. Like she went out and did the deal, it's like, hey. Finishing your master's degree now, like it's no like the real world. We'll give you till January second, but the real world, it's like you're wow. That's a long time. I know. Well, you got two weeks, right? or oh, yeah. you're gonna start a job on the twenty sixth or whatever. But the uh, yeah, the, my friends, you know, all just all of us our age are gonna uh, man, you poor thing, as we we would all love to go back to go back to the college deal and the, the freedoms associated with like yeah, yeah man, you gotta, like, and
1: that's almost instantaneous yeah right it's like yes. it's like you, a you, you, door. you for so long you're like oh i just can't wait to be rid of school and right. just done with school and be out on my own and then like you walk out that door and then you see how crappy it is and you you like turn around let me back in and it's locked no, 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 yeah. yeah and it's,
2: and it's that, almost like just instant that was kind of her deal i mean she kind of went through undergrad knowing that grad school was coming mm-hmm. and so it wasn't you know she was able to sort of peek out the door and go no no i'll be here for another year and a half and, but now it's like no, you're you're sitting for that registered dietitian thing and then moving on, and that's you know that's that's life. But yeah, all the, all the friends my age, which is who I was talking to, mm-hmm. just like we are. It's like oh god, that sucks, man. Oh dude, yeah.
1: <laughs> to
3: have a COVID year or yeah, know, exactly. Right? cool yeah, the,
1: them. The
2: COVID year was the can last I hear year in the, a half of grad the transfer school.
1: portal as a grad transfer? <laughs> yes. Somebody asks, uh, can I interest you in doctoral studies? <laughs> 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 no, you can't random topic but if tech was part of the permanent university fund do you guys think that we would experience more success athletically mainly football uh i've got a weird answer for that next
0: it's every red raiders favorite podcast this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97 3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
1: hey there how you going tech talk on double T 97, three and double T 97, 3. Com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron with today until six. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates flooring center chat line at double T 97, 3. Com. So before the break, someone asked this question, a uh, random topic, but if Texas tech was part of the permanent university fund, do you guys think that we would experience more success athletically, mainly football, so, I think there's two ways to, uh, to answer this. And uh, the way that I think that you asked this, I think the answer is no. Like, if you're magically just somebody snaps their fingers and Texas Tech was henceforth um, part of the permanent university fund, I don't think that it would make a. Um, it would significantly change the trajectory of your athletics programs. I think it would help, certainly, but it's not going to turn you into a blue blood um, or. Uh, again, dramatically changed the course of your programs. The other way to think about this is, if you had been around when that was established, oh, and you were included, then yes, I think that we we would be looking back on a much richer, uh, much prouder, uh, much more successful history of Texas Tech athletics. Not that you would be Alabama or Michigan um, or Oklahoma or even Texas. Uh, but I think that you would be, you, you know, you'd have certainly some standalone conference championships, m- maybe a national championship at some point, Oklahoma state has one. Um, so that is, that is my answer.
2: Because, no, that's a, that's a great point. Cause yeah, if, if you're, if you're running around for a hundred years with, with puff money, um, it's, it's, uh, y- your brand is, just your brand nothing to do with football but just the brand is so much bigger it's a bigger school earlier it's a more prosperous school with more prosperous alumni earlier you know as opposed and so just all all of that catches catches the sort of fuel that's associated with you know big school brands part of the reason we've talked about the prominence of the big 10 where it's sort of a little bit hard for some of us out here in this part of the world to grasp that you go, why is Illinois such a big deal? They haven't won at football and blah, blah, blah. You know, what's the big deal with Iowa? What's the big deal with Indiana and Michigan state? We would think of ourselves as being on a, on a par with them. at probably athletically. I mean, we can point to go no Michigan state hoops. They got a little something that we don't have tradition wise, Indiana, da, 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 da. but it's like no, yeah, but they've been doing it at a really high level as as AAU level universities for 150 years. Yeah, Illinois
1: you know, was established to, in 1867.
2: There you go, post Civil War stuff yeah. and, and land grant you know schools in the late 1800s mm-hmm. and stuff. So just designed for the sort of success and heft that comes with that, and and uh, you know we've been. We'd been battling to be number three in the state, and 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 in our earliest days, we weren't even close to being number three in the state because the prominence of the private schools, SMU and TCU, and all that were up there, you know, some somewhat at least with regard to prestige. Rice were going toe to toe with A and M in Texas in terms of academic prestige back in back, you know, seventy five years ago, and, all, and that was the heyday of the Southwest
1: Conference. All three of those. Private institutions uh, established before Texas Tech. SMU is the youngest of the three, having been established in 1911. But I mean, Baylor got started in 1845. Yeah, amazing. I mean, they they, they yep. predate the state's inclusion in the United States. It was still the Republic of Texas, I think. Amazing. At the time. Yeah. So I, it's. I think when you look at it, for the most part, you, you can explain a lot of college football by both geography and also by. Uh, history in terms of how well not really even history just age. How mm-hmm. old are these institutions? And by geography, I mean look at a population density of the United States, and that really explains everything. Yep. At least in terms of resources and and all those things. Someone says uh this on the Yates Flooring Center chat this is from South Lake Weed Dealer. Gus, did you get sneaky
2: tossed on Saturday? Oh, I probably had about I was thinking about that, maybe four beers, four or five beers and a and it had a little shot. Somebody, somebody challenged me with a fireball shot. One of Brooks's crew did. So, you know, I, I think the, I think there's a, 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 certainly at my age, and maybe this is true for everybody. You know, when you lose count of your own stuff, that's when you're headed for trouble. Mm-hmm. And for me, I kind of had the ticker going, like, all right, that's three beers, four beers, and that's okay. You know, as I was at my house and we're watching game, that's fine. Th- this one, four beers in 20 minutes. This is you know four beers in three hours so when the later in the night not late night but you know the 10 o'clock fireball challenge came it's like i'm gonna be okay here if if it's just delirium and you're just you know firing on all cylinders and all that's when the you know the porcelain altar happens but yeah that was uh it was it was it was under control good good night wasn't there wasn't a wasn't any pain yesterday morning so it was it was all it was all managed and it was it, it it was all fun. It was all made fun because the, you throw in the Red Raider wins on top of it. Sure. Good, good weekend to celebrate and daughter's graduation, all that stuff. Yeah, it was good.
3: You'd Did like you a like a clicker. To keep well, out.
2: yeah. I told yeah. No, you're right. It's just if you yeah, because if, if you can't keep the middle clicker, then the thumb clicker may not. Eat me like you know what I'm saying. Like if you need to resort to oh, thank like, God, did I clicked this almost, already. I almost forgot about that Budweiser two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, then you then you know you got problems. But this was uh, yeah, it was, it was all managed over the course of the evening. Did either
1: of you uh, before or after the game uh, watch much? Uh, Justin Wilcox content the coach of Cal
2: nope none at all in fact that guy uh, has no personality is it like Dave Aranda kind of no
1: like I think even Dave Aranda as grading as that probably is for Baylor fans when they they've you know they're losing and they've lost a lot recently it's still interesting mm -hmm. you know because it's so different this guy is like a football coach that was developed in a lab and just really it's it's like again just completely void of personality
3: he is what like like a high school show on tv would come up as a football coach character really i just had a small tidbit uh a couple of stuff uh before and then his post game presser was like the most coach speak (sighs) ever it It was was robotic
1: it was like chat gpt was prompted to create a college football coach and that's it's just very, uh, yeah, just boring. It was crazy. Yeah, he didn't say
2: anything bad. Yeah,
1: just,
3: I didn't realize he'd been there that long. I know, long like
2: six or seven years, isn't it? I think seven. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there there's a couple of tech connections and all that, and
0: uh, yeah, that was that's interesting. I didn't know that. This has been the Tech Talk podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of double t ninety seven three podcasts at double t ninety